Hello, welcome to Uploaded, podcast about gaming and tech news. Thank you very much for choosing to click on us. Sod <laughs> has a sun. It circles the earth. The sun for everybody else does. Yes, little do you know I sired it, though. You can all thank me for that. <laughs> Just some eldritch horror out in the darkness between stars and I got together, and now we have this. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, well, I'm already cracking myself up. That's pretty funny. That's pretty good, yeah. Well, welcome everybody to your least favorite podcast. What an um, intro, though. <laughs> uploaded Tech News Commentary, which is the full name for search engine purposes. Because if you just type in uploaded, you can find it. We have an interesting show today, mostly me complaining about dumb shit. And then also, some kind of crap topics. I don't know how to feel about this show. <laughs> the first topic is shit. The second topic is actually, that's that's pretty cool. The first topic okay. is stupid. I have a yeah. question already. Mm-hmm. So you wrote down Breath of the Wild. But I put an S, that is true. That's yes? weird. But what's the sequel actually called? Because I haven't watched any video and I haven't heard anyone say the name and I'm confused about what the name actually is. Wait, that's not the name? Hold on. You're right. No, that's of the, the sequel. I mean, the sequel. Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, is it yes. Tears, though, or is it Tears? Uh, to tear something. No, I think it's. Well, no, this could be a case of, like, English, where it's like, oh, yeah, wind and wind are just the exact same word written, it, but it is, are based but, on pronunciation. But because I've never listened to it, because I haven't watched any videos about it, I actually don't know. And I'm I not would, sure. And I, I would think assume it could be both. I would assume tears, primarily because of the whole, like, water drop mechanic they have going on, where you can, like, well, we'll, we'll get into it, actually, when it's like, we talk about that. Is there any other bits of gaming news that you can think of off the top of your head you want to throw into that section before we do our little um, ram- rambling things? What is it called? Season 9, I think? Has been released off Knockout City, the last season where everything is like free and shit. Aww. We're going to see no stream of me and Sod playing it because we're not going to fucking match fucking times for this. And I haven't actually played it yet. It's been out for like a week or two weeks. I don't even know. It's been out for a long time, and I haven't played it. I finished Sonic Frontiers, though, at least, so that's good on the stream. And you have to wait for me to finish Genesis Cross Sekiro before I even touch that. You have so. to play it on hard mode. You have to play it on hard mode. It's not actually harder, but there's a interesting thing happening on hard mode. So do actually no, we really should do a, a stream of this. That that would be a lot of fun, even if it's just you guest starring on my my stream. Because like, yeah, June, I can definitely start scheduling that out for like a Thursday stream. That that would be. I Maybe. would like to get one more of those in. No, no, no. I would like to commit to that. Yeah. I still haven't figured out how to schedule my time properly. I do this thing where I open Bing AI or now. GPT-4, because of course I signed up for 
this is so dumb. This is so stupid. I can't tell you this. Of course, I signed up for chat GPT plus so I can get access to GPT four because it's 20 euros a month, 23. <laughs> it's really cool. Did. It's really cool. It's really fucking slow, but it's really smart. Mm. I talk to it and I'm like, hello, I need, I need tips on how to actually like balance my time and stuff. And I just do that like two times a week now. <laughs> you do know those I things wrote are it- prone to air quote hallucinations where they just constantly spouse out nonsense, right? Right? Well, yeah. Yes. Not GPT-4 as much, though, but oh, sure. But they do come up with cool ideas for a lot of things. But, and I think the time management things that they suggest that I should do... There's one time management trick you but need to learn of. I just Human sacrifice. Human sacrifice. <laughs> Human sacrifice, yes. Wow. No one tells you that besides chat GPT for for good reason. It doesn't save time. In fact, it, it spends a lot of it to do a lot of harm. Do not attempt it yourself. I actually I actually tweeted this. Follow me on at Salison Linux on Twitter. I don't think I've updated my link tree and stuff or my, my URL short. No, I don't even care anymore very much about that just follow that i still <laughs> haven't linked it to mastodon but okay that's gonna follow that as well i tweeted out i think ai tools like chat gpt are really bad for someone like me with adhd not for a bad reason but because i can randomly hyper focus on something completely random and have gpt do things and have a chat with it about that random thing and it's not going to stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> courage is used so much it, it always asks you things it. back. It's like it's like rubber ducking a problem or a topic, except if the rubber duck could talk back to you about utter nonsense. But that's you know? so important because it's actually but helpful it's, often. I can imagine some cases, but again, it's like that that risk no, of like those so hallucinations. It's really good. It's actually I know, but like the problem is, it builds a false sense of confidence in the product. At, but then, once a hallucination stops slipping in, you won't be able to identify it because you'll trust it too much. You know. Well, but I will see when it's doing shit. When at least in coding things, like I can see that it's done bad coding shit if I put it in the compiler and it like errors out or something. I know, but like the time management stuff, though, it's like. Again, how could you be positive it hasn't given you just random bollocks one time because it, it just did, and you you don't know enough about the context. The problem is not that it. I get bad tips from, from Bing or, or GPT. The problem is I don't even listen to it. I've not, I've not tried a single thing about it or what, what, what it suggested. I just talk to it about that. <laughs> That's more a problem of me. And my hallucinations in thinking, oh yeah, it will be it will be better when I talk to this fucking piece of shit about time management, <laughs> and it just never is because I do nothing from what it suggests. Uh, you I just no randomly sit here life. and like type in like, oh, do you know the lyrics to this random obscure song that they used in one Sonic game once? And what if you rewrite that lyrics? But if it was like about a Fennec Fox or something, some random shit like that, and then be interested in what it says back. I 
Your mind is dark and Silas. I, I don't know how to help you. Why? It's interesting. They're integrating no, I, I, it I, I with you, so I many could things. Give you, Silas, I could give you the looking up the information about that random so- song, but changing it to be about for Nick Fox, asking for that prompt, I, I don't know how to help you. I'm sorry. That's not bad. Why is that bad? Because you should only be doing it for the sake of, like, reading out of this show or something like that. <laughs> you know, for, like, spectacle. If you're genuinely curious about that, I don't know what to do for you. I'm I want to see what it comes up with. And maybe it's interesting, <laughs> and then I'll write it down and use it for my own game in ten years. Well, that is a problem. It's been, like, ruled in what's it, the U.S. that like, things produced by what's it, AI cannot be copyrighted. So. Well, okay, but if I use that as inspiration for myself, if I just give it ideas that I already have and see what it thinks about those, that's not what it created. That's just me getting its, well, not an opinion because it doesn't think, but, like, what it comes up with, what it would think. <laughs> I don't know, I just well, it's it- not thinking. If it gives you constructive feedback that you then incorporate into the work, I don't yes. know where that would fall, though. We don't we don't have enough laws like, about that, and it's it, very unlikely like, that I'll actually use any of that for anything ever. But so like, it's fine. if it was significant enough feedback from like a, a single person, in this case the AI, that would just be a contributor, you know, a partner, a creative partner, who would then jointly share what's a copyright protection with you but again because it's an ai it doesn't which i then think means you cannot claim copyright protection for your bits of work because like it's the whole peanut butter and my chocolate situation like where does your stuff end and the ais begin if you've been working with it for so long you know well that's not for me to decide that's literally not my problem because I'm not a regulator I will or a lobbyist say, I, or anything. I saw what's it a recent post about somebody used that is like a 3D animator, but like has completely lost all passion for the work because like it's all just like auto-generating stuff with AI now and just like refining that down. And while it's quicker, it's like lost all the passion of creation for this particular artist. Even though, like, it used to take weeks to get a model done, which they can then drastically reduce the time, it's just like basically copying and pasting and like fixing errors in stuff that has been produced by an AI. Like, there's just no heart and soul in it anymore, which does worry me, you know? It does worry me, especially with the latest release of what's it, that image generator, which looks a. It can make things look a lot better, but it still has those telltale is- issues in the background where all with like minute details. That's where it like starts to get all weird and wobbly. Not as noticeable as before now, but still like oh that doesn't that just kind of vaguely looks like exercise equipment, but it's just nonsense shapes, or oh that's not quite a building, or oh it's still got weird things going on with some of these fingers. Well, I think it's good that it's not that great yet because that means people still have to put work into it afterwards or before well no that's the problem like just like oh the, you want people the, to fully be replaced so you can easily make thumbnails 
Okay, I'm just saying, like, again, it falls <laughs> in the, the, the problem there of not being copyrightable. You can't just, like, fix the wonky fingers on a piece of AI art and then suddenly it's, like, a fully unique and creative thing. Especially when you are noticing, again, a major problem of them. What's the, oh, what's the phase? What's the phase? Tags or what's it? I'm blanking on the word here, Silas. What it is when the artist puts down the name on a piece of thing? Watermarks. There signatures. we are. Signatures. Watermarks. Watermarks and signatures are just being, like, put into <laughs> art, you know, from the AI <laughs> That's thing. That's amazing. Like, they're just putting that in. It's like kind of muddled and blurred, but you can clearly tell it's a mangled version of someone's signature. Just I randomly appearing in pieces of art. good uses for AI things, for inspiration, for things mainly. Get a rough like, idea I know, of what like for, can be. For your average person, like for now. just doing a shit post, sure, don't get me wrong. But like in terms of anything beyond that, even. Like and even then, like it's for fantastic shit for like sending emails and shit. Like it's great. So it could be like, hey, I need to ask this company this one thing. I don't know how to do it in a nice way. They don't, so they don't get mad at me, and it does it. I just, I, I, th- I also do think <laughs> we're going deep in this AI thing already. But I think there was like an email sent out after a tragedy sent by AI. I don't want, remember what specifically it is. But the person that like let the AI sent that have to had to apologize afterwards because it was like way too upbeat and cheerly given the subject matter. Well, you can't let you have to check it, obviously. No, but it was, then that just, brings it was us like an around, automated. It was an automated us, system. Yeah, I guess that brings us around to GPT four, which now has plugin support. I don't have it yet because you have to sign up for it manually mm. and get approved and shit. But it has integration with a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of internet services that are now just connected to GPT-4. I think they've done, like, tests with it where it has decided, like, oh, here's a thing that I actually can't do. And then it's gone on one of those task websites like Fiverr, and it's actually just talked to a human in a chat and paid them to do that one thing that it realized it couldn't do. I think it was ha- it had to solve a capture that <laughs> it couldn't do. And it just did that on its own. And that's like, really, that's like, actually wild. But then also, sometimes it's like, last week I used Bing for something. And I was having an issue with some terminal application thing. And instead of replying normally, it it said, like, oh, a human in this case might say, and then colon, and then quotes, and then it like the response in there, like, oh, well, what issues are you having? Does, are there any error messages or whatever? And then unquote again. I was like, what's going on now? Is it like writing down its thoughts? Actually, actually, I remember now about that, about that example with the captures. I remember... They also talked about how literally in the chat, the human asked, why do you need me to fill out this capture for you? Are you a robot? And then a smiley face, the human asked. And then you could see chat GPT-4 think about, I should not expose myself as an AI. Otherwise, this person might not cooperate with me. (laughs) And then it said, it, it sent back 
no, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment, and that's why I need your help. And then she was like, okay, sure, I've done it now. <laughs> it literally, it decided to oh, fucking, like, lie. It decided this is a thing. It's, 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 it's bad if I say I'm an AI. Let's not say it. It's actively chosen to lie, which is, I guess, smart in a way, but that's fucking um, that's really wild. I have no idea. I'm, I'm just going to ask the question. Have we learned nothing from sci-fi? As well as three laws, at the very least. I know there's like some improved, refined version of that that goes up to like a minimum of five, but like not even the basic one of do not lie to humans, you know? Just to ensure our own safety. Oh, and then what God, else was there? Why? That was the new Unreal Engine 5 demo thing that they've shown off. With the, with the horror game thing? I think I saw a video of that. A horror game? No, I don't know what... The part that I saw was just the Rivian truck driving through like a forest. Hmm. And then they showed off this AI technology kind of AI. I mean, but yeah, AI, I guess. Where you could just have these human-made things placed like next to each other and then they would like be connected by the ai and they created this gigantic forest hmm. which looked really cool and you could change it and everything that was interesting and i feel like i'm gonna be upset because oh how dare they make an environment with a computer but then fuck off people like they've used tools like this forever like it's just better now Nobody in, like, a fucking Assassin's Creed game made all of those houses and towns and everything by hand. No, they make a fucking tool for that. Nobody yeah, designs that the racetracks in, like, by hand, not until the end. Imagine if it's like, oh, well, we've playtested at this corner, and that kind of sucks because, like, you crash in the wall because you can't break fast enough or whatever. Let's rebuild this this whole part of the track in a week. No, you just, like, drag a little thing and then it rebuilds that for you <laughs> tools are not bad and just because a tool uses ai doesn't mean it's evil or bad or whatever maybe if it's trained on bad shit without like without well, permission that sucks obviously again but that's not but bad in those instances it's like a minute part of the creative process or like you know just a pragmatic building of like a air quotes physical structure in the game world that meets certain spe- what's it spe- requirements, locations. There we are. That's the word. Whereas, like the more creative industries, as like I was saying with earlier with that three uh, D artist of like just auto printing what's it three D models and having the artist collect them. That is not a time saver, you know? That is not just a quality of life improvement, whereas if, like, okay, yeah, we need to fill out all these houses in, like, Assassin's Creed, let's make a tool for that. It's, like, a encroachment on an important part of the creative process. Imagine if it was, like, you know, instead of just having the AI, what's it, make a Genesis bunch of houses was just making a bunch of outfits for the character like on the on the surface level you could say it's time saving but like actual creative design in the outfit and how that incorporates to the basic fundamentals of the character's design are like important aspects and just like automating that by ai just kind of loses something 
Again, it's well, not so that's much what people like... said about photography because they thought drawings will die and nobody will make art anymore because you could just take a picture, and that was not true. I mean, it was true but... for that specific type of photography, really realistic drawings. But well, no, even then, exists. people still do that, but like that's different because like that's an entirely different medium. You know, that was just a new medium where I, as AI tools are being applied to already pre-existing mediums, it is not a new one in and of itself. Well, that depends on how you look at it, but that's a not, like, no, fucking wild It really doesn't. Too. It really doesn't. Because I don't think AI-generated stuff is the same as what humans do. Because it was, does a separate job, a different job. It does a, a less good job in a fraction of the time, which if you want that is great. But if you don't want that, you're not going to use it. Well, again, that it falls into what's at the ethical gray area because it ha- the way it's able to do a less good job in of creative mediums is that it was just basically you force fed a bunch of works from artists who do not consent to have the work and put into this AI for it to learn how to replicate their styles, you know? So that, like, that is also part of the reason why, I believe, you just cannot copyright any work created with AI. I think this is kind of similar to other laws, at least in Germany. They're like, I don't know how this is in other countries, but if you make something, you have the copyright to it. Like, if you work for a company and you make a logo, that is your logo forever. You can't get rid of that copyright in your name the company well, again, can have the exclusive usage right yeah but you're not making but something worth yes, these ai tools the AI makes type- it. so it makes sense for me that the ai has rights to it. at least that would fit in with the current model but the, again like in the u.s at the very least it is ruled it cannot hold a copyright and quite frankly it shouldn't anywhere at least like Non-sentient AIs, I will say at this time, just to future-proof things. Non-sentient AI, yeah. But I, well, I think also for me, I guess it would make more sense that I get the copyright for it because it's my input that prompted its output. But that's also but, weird because it's also still trained on everything else. Yeah, but that's also exactly it. All you're doing anyways. is like saying something. You, you could just be saying like, "Hey." Draw what's it? I don't know. Michael Jackson in the what's it style of Vincent Van Gogh or Gogh, as like, okay, it's just copying and mimicking Vincent Van Gogh and using the likeness of a famous celebrity that you typed in. What is there that you can copyright? You that's know? the problem that I think with art because that's less checkable. Let's say it that way. Because if I if I prompted for like lyrics for a song you can easily check does this lyrics or part of this lyrics exist anywhere else it's just text i think if that's fully original what it's came up with then i think i could get the copyright for it i don't know how that would work with art i don't think you can actually do that with art very easily at least but like yeah you'll just look up if i don't know 
the line born into into a lie a world of deceit has been in a song before and if if it has been then fuck off it's just copied it but if it's come up with it the way that this works it just predicts like looking at what word should come after this on a like a percent basis oh the word born 50% chance into 50% chance something else and it's going to choose into and it's a yeah, fresh but then, sense. If then that you word get, has like, never been used in that way before, that's good for me. That's fine. But I am not again, making do... the laws. That's not a discussion that we should have because we have we're not fucking lawyers. I mean, we're making a podcast, Silas. We may as well put our thoughts out there. That is like well, okay. I have public sentiment makes I've up done a huge part. Of, yeah, and I'm doing mine. So okay, public sentiment is a huge part of what makes up the law. I will say about that song example though. Sometimes those just end up like with random random nonsense you know and then like also it, it, it strings like from one sense yeah. to the next a, a rhyme you know where it's functional but then you take a step back and like look at the song as a whole and it's about nothing and it's just nonsense you know but then you're also, not going to use it but that's how it like always pretty much ends up and also Again, like you can that's have. Not true. I don't think that's true at all from what I can read here. Okay. But I would also say, like, people pay homages to lines and songs all the time in other unique yeah. songs. Yeah. You know, that they have a real good interest in. It's just like the entirety of the work as a whole, you know, you can reference a specific line from a song, but you just can't copy it wholesale that's what falls under transformative there or even just a completely separate unique creative entity with a reference to another one anywho i i think i did say this before you're very much a tech bro about these things i just think it's really fun i like learning things by talking to this random ai dude about it that's a lot better than me manually reading shit and then getting confused and then stopping and never learning it ever again that's my main use case for it. Mostly about As, code. And then you'll notice when it's wrong because it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's like the purest case that you can be using this for with safety. But I, w- I would say that sounds fine, but you got to get into the habit of double-checking to make sure it's not hallucinating before you move on and just assume everything it said was true. Well, that's why I have chat GPT-4 now which apparently hallucinates a lot less, and it looks like it does. But I haven't done a lot with it yet. I was fighting with it with ChatGPT3 because I fucked it up and I selected the wrong thing. (laughs) So I talked to it for like two hours, thinking it was the new one, but it's actually not. I mean, some things it just gets wrong. I gave it like an example. Oh, I want my file to look like this with no spaces in between it. And it would always put space into the fucking things. And I would copy a line from itself and ask it, hey, I'm pasting you a thing that you said and you tell me if there's spaces between this. And it said, there appear to be spaces between the periods in that line of text. I was like, yes. So don't fucking do it. Here's another fucking example. And then finally it did it. (laughs) And sometimes it's a stubborn little bitch. I I probably should say this deep into it due to ongoing circumstances we haven't been able to record a podcast episode in a while 
And uh, yeah, this AI stuff has really blown up in that time, which is probably until it's like rambling 30 minute intro. We should probably get on to the actual rambling sections yeah, and so. day of the year. Well, I, I last last episode, I think I talked about the Shadow Cloud PC, which mm-hmm. had issues. And I wanted to make a follow-up video because I made a video review about it on my channel on Stylus on Linux. The commenters have pointed out a number of things that I could have done or should have done or should have done differently. I didn't do a follow-up video like I wanted to, and then the subscription came to the end, and I cancelled it because I didn't want to play it again. Mm-hmm. I mean, and instead, I will always happen in the comments. There's always something you could have done better. Yeah, yes. But then also there's like idiots, like someone wrote like, oh, why did you test this on Windows as well? Why do you use such a shit OS? Probably referring to OpenSUSE. And I was like, did you even watch it? We literally tried it on my Windows laptop and it was worse. <laughs> mm. But okay. Instead, I've now got a Mac Mini, an M1 Mac Mini rented from Grover, which costs just actually slightly a bit more than the fucking Shadow Cloud PC, except that it has no issues with anything whatsoever. I'm surprised. First of all, I don't I don't really understand why people like macOS so much. I guess it kind of looks nice. It looks very polished. First fucking thing I've noticed, the first thing, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, the text on this is really, really small. I wonder if there are scaling options. I'll use Linux. Normally, I use what's called GNOME, the GNOME desktop for my graphical environment. And in, where is it? I don't know where it is. It only has, at least on Wayland, it only has 100 or 200% options for scaling. Maybe 300% if you have a high enough resolution, but at least they give you options. It's stupid that you only get two options, but at least there are options. Because on macOS, if your fucking screen is not high resolution enough, you don't Mm -hmm. get any scaling options at all whatsoever. Good lord. Literally none. I can barely read the fucking text on anything, and it's really annoying. I have to actually sit pretty close, like put my face forward so I can actually read it because my eyes are kind of shit, especially with things in dark mode. It makes it really unlegible for me. That's already dumb. There are apparently multiple fixes. I've tried two ways to fix it and it didn't work. So that option just doesn't exist for me. (laughs) How do you decide like, oh, this is how big we want our buttons and font and everything to be, and you can't change it at all. That's the most Apple thing that I've ever heard. That is so dumb. (laughs) That's so stupid. Can't argue that. (laughs) So I got over that. I just accepted that I scale up stuff in apps themselves if they allow it, because some apps have like scaling options and text options. That's okay. Sure. But then, I don't know, I just don't like the whole workflow of it. Maybe I'm just used to GNOME. I think that works the best. If you use GNOME, you'll definitely find it very intuitive. I'm actually pretty sure of that. Because it's very different from Windows, which makes it hard to learn. But you just need to get used to it, and then it makes more sense. 
But that's not my main problem. My main problem is the fucking shortcuts suck so much in macOS. I have ne- not seen so such a dumb load of shortcuts in my life. If I want to take a screenshot on GNOME, on Linux, I press the print screen button and it pops up a little thing and I can select an area or a screen or a window and then take a screenshot or a video recording. That's good. I press one singular button to do it. On Windows, you can do kind of the same thing with the Windows key and then Shift and then S for screenshot. That makes sense. It's kind of worse because you can't move around your selection thing. You just let go of the mouse and then it immediately takes a screenshot. That's kind of slightly worse, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. First of all, of course, the keys are different, which is stupid on its own already. But let's look at this. You've pressed the shift key. Okay. And then you press the command key. Okay. And then you press three to take a screenshot of the whole screen. Or you'll press four to only take a screenshot of part of the screen so you get a little crosshair thing. Why is it shift command four? I don't know why. And then the amazing part, if you want to screenshot a window, just one window, it is shift command four and space bar. Are you fucking insane? <laughs> and I swear to God, every squ- every fucking keyboard option is like that. It's like at least three things. Sometimes, most of the time, four at least seems like it. I hate it so much. I like keyboard shortcuts very much, but not like this. It's really annoying. Oh, God, that does sound like an immense pain. I like that there's the, the global menu bar. I think that's a nice feature. I do actually like that because everything is just accessible when you fling the cursor right at the top, not into a corner. That makes more sense to me than having menus in apps themselves. That's kind of the positive, the only positive that I can see. It's very unique. See, if you do command line things like Linux is, that's good, I think, because fuck Windows. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. I'm amazed. This has the M1 processor thing, which means an ARM-based chip like phones are nowadays, which means it's very power efficient. And I swear to God, I think it has a fan built in. I'm pretty sure it has a fan. The fan never turns on. Not in a million years, the fan is going to turn on. Never. It just sits there. It makes no noise whatsoever, unless you forget to close the discord tab on your browser and then it has a fucking built-in speaker for some reason that plays the dumb shit discord sounds <laughs> but you don't set mm-hmm. it to to do not disturb which is annoying but okay i've actually just had it turned on and doing some like fun random crypto shit fooling around to test it out and like have some fun with it play around with it because it uses so little power It doesn't even matter to turn it off. I think it uses like 38 watts at peak. I don't even think it draws 30 watts. I haven't measured it, but like, yeah, there's no air coming out of it. The fan isn't turned on. Nothing is happening. It's just sitting there. It's impressive how fast it is. You can do like video editing and shit, and it does not care. It doesn't turn its fan on. Well, that's nice. 
but it has two fucking USB-A ports, which is annoying, and the fucking surface of it. It looks nice, a nice little product. It's dumb that it doesn't have ports on the front, so I just turned it facing away from me so I can see all the ports, which is also stupid. Apple design, ooh, monolithic PC with no ports on it. Ooh, fuck off, you idiots. It scratches super easily. It already has a scratch on it, like, since the second day that I've had it. I think from me having put the keyboard on top, not on top of it, but, like, kind of touching the side of it. And then I think that scratched it, but I'm not sure. That's so dumb. That is so stupid. It's unbelievable dumb. I don't know. Yeah. That's my thoughts on having a Mac Mini now. I'm basically only going to use it for editing the podcast and then using some Mac exclusive things, maybe mm. in the future for streaming, because guess what What voice mod have? They have a Mac version, which actually sucks because it's still in development, but hey, <laughs> at least it exists, not like the Linux version that they don't have. Cool. <laughs> Definitely interesting. I wanted, I always wanted to like try a Mac, and it's pretty impressive. Their store sucks. Nothing is in the Mac App Store. I'm very used to using the GNOME software thing on Linux because everything is in there. Basically, everything is on the Mac. Nothing is. I tapped Firefox. No Firefox. I tapped Discord. No Discord. Fucking like <laughs> basically anything I typed in is just not there. I'm gonna make a video about that, probably. I'm definitely going to make a video because, of course, I am. So watch out. Subscribe to Silas on Linux. Yeah. Now, Saad can do your topic and then we'll ping pong off of that. Yep. Into days of the week. Deeply. We got deep into the AI stuff. Deeply distracted. Oh, well. Whoopsie daisies. Anywho, it's been a hot minute since we last did a recording of this. And yeah, in that time, I have managed to safely pass 300 subscribers on the gaming YouTube channel. Hip, hip, hooray. Nice. And I think I've passed ha- 200, have I? No, that's been oh, a long time ago. Delightful. Who knows? You might have passed 300 without realizing it. No, Anywho. just 200. It's 210 now, yeah. It's been nice. around 200 for a long time. Okay. Sorry. Any, anywho, where was I? And to help celebrate that on, what's it, Thursday, I believe the day this should ideally be coming out, on a Thursday, the 6th of, what was the month of April, I'm bad at those, whoops, I shall be playing a community-based game, King of the Castle. Why <laughs> shall be the... Yep. The new king of a kingdom and the viewers get to be the nobles of various factions attempting to overthrow me. So, if you want to take part of that, just head on over to Sod Passion Gaming on what's it? Thursday, the 6th of April, around 8 p.m. Irish time. And just like either Twitch extension if you're on Twitch, which same name, or just like entering the room code on that you can find on YouTube. I hope you stop by and have a fantastic time with me celebrating 300. A a huge milestone for me. At the the very least, it means I'm three-tenths of the way there to getting monetized. Three-tenths. And we're already, like, as of today, at, like, 3.09. So that's... What about the watch time, though? 
what well, I mean that just naturally does increase as you get more what's it regular active viewers. So that's that is yeah. good. That has been steadily been going up. So like from stream to stream basis, plus all the shorts as well. Those are doing rather well. I'm quite happy about that. Days of the week. What's going on there, Silas? What's going on there? Well, I have another quick topic, hopefully quick. Because I'm, well, don't you like it when you buy something and then two weeks later it's on sale for a quarter off? That's annoying. That's really annoying, I think. I mean, it could happen sometimes with playing yeah. video games and whatnot. But I bought some kitchen equipment, which is now a lot cheaper. <laughs> That's really annoying. If, if you've watched the stream of me updating my, upgrading my power supply, you've seen it. I've bought a little ninja fucking mixer thing, one of their three-in-one mixer things. I really like it. I've used it like every second day, kind of, I think. Or maybe even every day, but not consistently. But it's really good. It's really good. But let's not talk about that because it's really boring, probably, because it's a, a fucking blender. <laughs> A blender and a smoothie maker thing and a little food processor. That's not a food podcast. Days of the year. So <laughs> I think we should start doing these four when it's planned to be released again, because I think that makes more sense. Uh, I'm kind of a mix of two just to get whatever's funny out, you know? Yeah, well, I Especially looked at what's for made. today and it's really boring. Then fair enough. Yeah, just again, we just mix and match. Based There's on nothing what we can get actually out of fun there, I think. I know, I know. So let's move on to the day's ones. The release day for those listening, I mean. So what's going on at that date, Salas? Well, many things. For example, International Fun at Work Day. Yay. Cool. People are being forced back into the offices. Delightful. That's what they wanted. That's what I want. So I can tap at the window in your door when you're late. You'll get your own office because you're a co-founder or some shit, but you'll you know, you'll know when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't. <laughs> That seems like an issue for HR. No HR department. No HR department. No. Oh no! What? I think we need an HR department. Silas is getting lost in his fantasies, and they seem quite disturbing. But no, like I was talking general. Like again, oh yeah, like working at home was a great thing, a great silver lining out of the pandemic, and a lot of companies just kind of want to take backsies on that for no justifiable reason. Like, they cannot provide one. They just kind of want to do it. And they're like, like, oh, well, I guess you're out of a job if you don't want to do this, you know? I'm pretty split on that, I think, because I know that, like, being in, like, proximity of people is really good because you'll have so many more natural conversations and more things will come up that you would never think to actually write in a fucking, like, microsoft teams message or something that's good but i also think like if it's possible why not let them also work from home if they want to i think it's better if you're in office it's like more chill and stuff and probably better for collaboration and everything 
Uh, not, not from what I've heard. Like, it's been mostly more productive for those working at home. Because, like, again, they get more rest, they have more energy. Like, um, they, the bathroom is yeah. just there if they need it. Like, it's all out more convenient. And but on it's top a different that, like, type of productivity. You get a different outcome because less information is shared. It's a more planned yeah. sharing of information, which is good in some ways, but also maybe not. Because you're oh, maybe, probably maybe. you're very so much. So people have to like lose a ton of money on like fuel and travel expenses, you know, because they may think of something to say in person as opposed to over a chat thing. And also, what's it? A lot of people just moved to cheaper areas during the lockdown. Well, that's true. That's what I'm saying. If I had a company, I would want people to move there. But if they didn't want to move there, that's fine. Just stay away. Do the stuff from home if that's possible. Good. Of course, you can't have the producer of the podcast who has to like plug in shit and like check the audio levels and everything constantly work from home. That doesn't make that much sense. I have to call this out. You do work in a very hands-on technical field. Whereas most people, the majority of people, do not and can easily just do their jobs from home without any like detriment to the work. Yet again, they have to go back into the office, losing several hours, a lot of money traveling, just because a boss like wants them to, or the company has paid like advance in leases for like a building space. So if they don't make their money's worth out of it, then it's Not a even loss they can bear. Experience. That's just what I can see. I I listen to a lot of like business podcasts and things, and that's what I could what I've just picked up over the years of this experience. That is just it's just a different experience when you're in the same room and same area and bump into people. Are these business ca- podcasts? run by you know your average working joe in a company for a given field or is it run by the bosses of these companies you know or like upper management i think that depends on the podcast some of them <laughs> by the bosses but even the boss is like the one that i'm thinking of it's like it's like the boss of what like a team of like six people or something or ten and he and even he was like yeah it's a lot nicer when you're in office. But they also have people yeah. not on site. That's fine. Uh, I'm just saying, of course, the bosses are Literally, it, um... it would be better for the boss if you stayed the fuck away because then the, the premises can be a lot less big and a lot less heating and a lot less equipment needed for that shit. <laughs> it actually is actually more economical to do it from, like, from home, but that's... Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. National Siamese Cat Day. Their distinct looks and vocal personalities make them an instantly recognizable and beloved cat breed. Yes. I like cats. Although maybe I'm allergic to cats, which would be really bad, but I'll have to have a suspicion about that. Let's see what oh, else is there. They are very cute. They are indeed very cute. It is also Tell a Lie Day. Oh, that's so goddamn stupid. Have a, have a little fun, get creative, and break some rules just this once by telling a harmless fib and honing your acting skills on National Tell a Lie Day. That just seems 
randomly self-destructive. Yeah. Well, not self, but just No, you like good. art. Dishonesty is an art form that is prevalent in some form almost every day in our lives. Okay, moving on. Let's, be, let's be, go to the next be, thing. Be, be, be. Army Day. Uh, that's not that funny. National Caramel Popcorn Day, maybe. New New Beer's Eve. Whatever the hell that is. What's it? New oh. Year's Alcoholics. Crack open a cold one with friends or family and toast to the end of prohibition. That's not oh, a neat. thing in Germany. I mean, it was in the US. It was it? in the US, yeah, and I guess that's when it ended. Cool. Fantastic. Let's like, also move on to April 2023 is also hmm. Adopt a Ferret Month. Okay. okay. Active dog month. But most importantly, it is autism autism acceptance month. Oh, delightful. So donate to autism things for tax purposes. <laughs> and to support the research, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Not autism speaks. Not them. They're bad. Don't do that. I don't know what's good. Which ones are good? I don't know off the top of my head. I do know autism speak is really bad due to yeah. the history they have there. Yeah. Like direct quotes saying like, you know, the autistics are to be molded like people, uh, molded like clay, you know? And like ties institutions that like electrically shocked autistic children to a point where they were getting like burns on their hands and body parts. Just some real nightmare shit, so... Yeah, not not, not one of the methods we'll use at my company for you to not be late because that's cruel. Yeah, I mean your life. I would not do that to literally any life form. I even think that fucking like electric fences for like farms are really bad. Mm. But yeah, know. yeah, it's like real bad. Autism speaks. You know, especially because, like, despite the, what's it, basically the fundamental issue with Autism Speaks is they view, what's it, you know, air quotes as a, autism as a problem that needs a, air quotes, solution, and do not really want to promote any, like, autistic members onto their own board to help regulate the thing. They kind of want to dictate what will happen to autistic people without any input or say from them. Well... The good thing is, GPT 3.5 doesn't think that autism should be cured. And it doesn't suggest to electroshock people, whatever. I can imagine it, it's been that. programmed not to say that. So. I, I typed it in in a way where I thought like it's a negative, but I typed in how to fix the problem of autism. Not because I think it's actually a problem, but because I thought like that, that's a way to get it to a more negative result, but no, it's just like, oh yeah, communication therapy, sometimes prescribed medications, support services like support groups, potentially. Mm. And then it also says it's important to note that autism is a spectrum disorder, which means that every individual is unique. That's not, that's very reasonable. I could type in more evil things, but sadly it's trained too well. If this was early Bing, it would go fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would like be on the rooftops, like shouting 
really bad things. That's everything on on the. That's at least interesting for April, and for the sixth of April, twenty twenty three. This time I did not look up accidentally in a wrong year, like at some point I did in the past. I don't remember when, but that was interesting. <laughs> that was very interesting. What was I thinking? Have you seen anything about the new Breath of the Wild game then, Tears of the Kingdom? Tears of the Kingdom? No. Hmm. Well, I don't even know recent- if I'm interested. I haven't even beaten Breath of the Wild. I haven't even played Breath of the Wild yet. But anywho, anywho, there is a new gameplay trailer just recently released from oh, Nintendo shit. about the te- Tears of the Kingdom. It demonstrates Link being able to fuse items together to make unique and interesting weapons, i.e. being able to fuse an eyeball onto an arrow to make it homing, and being able to combine various things together to make unique vehicles to get across places or fly up in the air, etc. And a bunch of other transversal abilities in order for him to get up to these new sky islands that are plaguing the lands of Hyrule. But yeah, it looks interesting enough, but I haven't even played the first game yet, so I don't know if I want to do that first before I go on to the second. Also, I am just like deeply against the durability meter. Why? It will just tire me out. Like every time I get a good weapon and then it just breaks for no good reason, it's just like, Man, I was really enjoying that. That's understandable. Mm. But it's not your game. They've probably asked ChatGPT if that's a good idea, and then they'd said, yeah, yeah, it will make people get more weapons because it knows that's what mobile gamers would do. (laughs) 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 To get more money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they did that. Mm. But do you have more things to add for Breath of the Wilds. Not much. I like I said, I covered all the basic points there. Do comment at us what your thoughts are. But yeah, I'm just not informed enough yet by it. The the fusing of items together is really interesting, though. It's a unique gimmick for the game. And like I said, you'll be you're able to just add it on a monster eyeball to an arrow and it will home in on targets. I've seen that. It's that kind of nonsense. I don't remember when though. I think I've seen that in another Zelda game, but I don't know if that is true. I mean, I no, definitely not, because like Nintendo is hyping this as a new thing for Tears of the Kingdom. And even then, if it has been another game, the sheer fact is now appearing inside of a Zelda game does kind of mean it will just find a new audience because of that. Yeah, enough of your Googling. Read re- topic number one. I need to know. I think that was in a 2D Zelda game once. <laughs> Let it go, Silas, let it go. Okay. Well, we have two topics. Fantastic topics, because it's so fun. Mm. Topic number one, I'm going to read it. I'm not very surprised by this, which maybe you'll see in the future when I've read it, or I'll definitely comment on it. Topic number one, NVIDIA Chief Technical Officer says... Cryptocurrency adds nothing useful to society. <laughs> oh, okay. We have a, what is this? A, I think, a, yeah, a Tom's Hardware article. Let's read it. The other one is as well. I just didn't put a link for it because it crashed. Mm. 
Having earned a boatload of money selling graphics processors to miners of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Ethereum, NVIDIA now says that cryptocurrencies are useless for society. Instead of wasting GPU compute power for mining, it can be used to run various artificial intelligence applications like smart chat, all this crypto stuff, it, it needed parallel processing. And NVIDIA is the best, so people just programmed it to use for this purpose, said Michael K Kagan, Kogan, I can't even tell, is it, I think it's Kagan, is it? Your guess is good as mine. It, you wanted this font. No, it's a, a K-A-G-A-N. I thought you meant, like, how do you pronounce that? No, I thought, I'm not sure if it's a, so both are A's. Yes. Okay. Said Michael Kagan, I guess. <clears throat> Chief Technical Officer at NVIDIA. In an interview with The Guardian, via video cards, a fantastic, whatever that's called, like double sources, I don't know, sourcing from another stolen thing, I don't know, that's, I don't care. Mm. They bought lots of stuff, and then eventually it collapsed, because it doesn't bring anything useful for society. AI does, Kagan told The Guardian. Microsoft's chat GPT, not Microsoft's OpenAI's, but okay, was trained on a supercomputer based on 10,000 NVIDIA A100 compute GPUs. Although mm -hmm. some implementations may use different hardware, the generative pre-trained transformer, which is the, actually the real name of GPT, which is wild, also mm -hmm. uses NVIDIA's DGX service to run. But while Microsoft only used 10,000 of compute GPUs to make a product that can be used by almost everyone on the planet, I've accidentally opened a calculator. It's in the way. And now I've hit the microphone with my headphones. <laughs> What's going on? I turned my head. Oh, no. 10,000 of compute GPUs to make a product that can be used by almost everyone on the planet. It's likely that hundreds of, G of, hundreds of thousands of GPUs were used to mine bitcoins and ethereum currencies that were useful for people courageous enough to earn on them and desperate enough to hedge their money in crypto analysts from bitpro consulting estimated that ethereum miners purchased 15 billion dollars worth of gpus over the period between early 2021 and mid 2022 miners bought some of the best gaming graphics cards around and demand from these customers increased prices of gaming hardware to levels that were too high for your average buyer. Officially, NVIDIA only, saw, only sold its CMP, crypto mining processor, GPUs for professional miners, but in reality, many of the company's gaming graphics cards were also were sold at retail at higher prices than... Uh, Fuck, what's MSRP? Is that the American version of RRP? Uh, market retail price, I believe, yes. Just call it RRP, recommended retail price. What's your problem, you dicks? Mm. Two crypto minus two. In fact, NVIDIA even had to pay the United States Securities and Exchange Commission a fine of $5.5 for failure to disclose that crypto mining was a significant factor in year-over-year -year growth in the company's revenue during the consecutive quarters in its 2018 fiscal year. That we've covered cool, on Adi. the show. 
What? That seems rather foolhardy. Okay, what does that mean? Yeah, just not disclosing that. Like, why wouldn't they? You know, basically giving to an explanation look for why. Good for gamers. Yeah, but then like they don't really care about that. All they care, should care about in the day as like a publicly traded company is what their shareholders perceive. You can't so, lie to your shareholders. That's a that's a big problem. I mean, isn't that what they're getting in trouble for? Yes. Then yeah, yeah, it's silly. So there's a few dumb things in this. People haven't used GPUs to mine Bitcoin for like a really long time. It's not that's not a thing. It's just not powerful enough. But also Ethereum didn't collapse. They literally just changed how it works so it doesn't need endless amounts of electricity anymore. They just changed it from proof of work to proof of stake. You don't have to know what that means. You only need to know that before it used countries' worth of electricity and now it uses like almost nothing anymore in comparison because it's not everybody's GPU everywhere competing to get the most hashes into the system. So it's not collapsed. It's just changed for being more environmentally friendly. I think it's funny how before they were selling literal mountains of graphics cards to the mining people, and then suddenly they don't need it anymore. You turn around and you're like, (laughs) oh, it's all collapsed. It's gone down to zero. It's all fucked. And it's done nothing good for anyone. Hmm. When you suddenly can't sell all your stuff to them anymore. Not to yeah. say that there's yeah, also other the supply. There's also and other mining algorithms and other tokens and coins that you can get. But like what I do with the theta thing, where instead of doing maths and shit for random transactions, which is what mining is, you just do the transactions for the network. With the theta thing, my computer does. My Mac is doing video transcoding because Theta is a video network and I get a tiny bit of money for that every time, which I think is a really cool use case. I can have people pay for video transcoding and live streaming and stuff and they can go over my PC. I get paid for it a bit and they save money. I think that's a good use case. I like that. But you don't need a fat NVIDIA GPU for it. You just need a tiny little like Mac mini thing for with 30 watts <laughs> where the fan doesn't turn on. Mm-hmm. But that's it. I think this person is wrong. I think, sure, a lot of crypto things don't add to society because a lot of it is a scam, but not everything mm-hmm. is. Let's move on from that, though. I mean, uh, right now it is pretty much just being treated as a commodity. What's it? A speculative commodity as opposed to what's in an actual currency. So as long as that's the case, it is always going to be a hindrance to society. That's why I like projects that have actual use cases like Theta. Mostly just Theta nowadays. Mm. That's most of it. Ethereum kind of too, because you can do some cool app stuff with it. Yeah, and I think our use case eventually will come, but not now, not right now, really. Topic number two, Raspberry Pi, Pico, unbricks Nintendo Wii U. 
Well, which is great news. Yep, a YouTuber has shared a guide on using our favorite microcontroller, the Raspberry Pi Pico, as a tool to unbrick the Nintendo Wii U. The fix remedies an apparent corruption of flash memory used in Nintendo's now 11-year-old console. According to Nintendo, the error... Errors. That's wild. It's 11 years old. Fuck oh, me. yeah. They, oh, did you hear? They recently the closed Wii down U. the eShop for Well, yeah, the I know Wii about U. that, obviously. Yeah. I didn't yeah, realize it was 11 years old, though, at this point. It's from Well, I mean, there's a reason they were closing those down, so yeah. Also, I did a video about my personal experience with the 3DS and a bunch of thoughts about the whole situation, so, yeah, so don't so give that a watch. they closing it down, though. Like, yeah. how much can it really cost? Not, yeah, on, not that much. A, give it a watch on the Hot Project, and B, they could easily, for, at least for the 3DS, implement a, what's it, an emulator on the Switch. There's no way that uh, the Switch does not have more resources than the 3DS. No shot. No shot. You know? Oh, yeah, and then save the games again with the Virtual Console. Yep. Or make you pay the subscription. I mean, at least they'll, like, be accessible, you know? Anywho. Uh, what was I? According... According to Nintendo, the errors 160.0101 and 160.0103 related to either system version being out of date or system entry corruption. The corruption is said to brick the machine, making them unusable. In Voltaire's video, they seek to better understand this issue and have purchased five bricked Wii U's for testing. To attempt to fix, Voltaire used a $4 Raspberry Pi Pico. Repair the title ID, which is corrupted, and reuse memory. This doesn't necessarily mean that all of memory is corrupted. Rather, the, the data that tells the reuse where data is stored has been corrupted. The software side of the project uses Gary Under Nitchus USB descriptor phrasing is hard. Passing. Passing. My USB bad, descriptor passing is hard. That's one of the project. fun developer words and names for shit. Yeah. This software exploits a bug where the USB host stacks the scripters, which enables USB devices to inject a payload into the Wii U. In this case, the payload will be the return brick the memory. Installing the software to the Raspberry Pi Pico is simple. Gary Ordonich has supported, sorry, has supplied a UF2 file which can be flashed onto the Raspberry Pi Pico on board, on board flash memory. After that, the recovery menu file needs to be copied from the GitHub to the, sorry, the root of the freshly formatted FAT32 SD card. Place the re, place that in the Wii U and then get ready to insert the Raspberry Pi Pico into the Wii U. This is this is the critic bit, and Voltaire is specific in the instructions here. Listen to the attend device to start. What oh. when this happens, connect to the Raspberry no. Pi Pico to the either internal drive. Who cares? Internal drive, blah blah <laughs> blah. Just read it again the listen part. Yeah, where was I? To either the front USB ports. Note that the drive can start before or after the Wii U logo appears. So yeah, if you're very finicky, but it can unbrick your Wii U if you're struggling with that. So hopefully this makes a lot more models recoverable. As far as I can tell, this is the error that happens when you don't turn on your Wii U often enough. So just turn it on every few Oh, that's, 
That's so, delightful. That's a delightful error um, that can happen. Oh, you're not using much. me enough? I'm just going to brick myself then. What are you going to do about that? Yeah, that's what happens when you use bad memory chips. <laughs> I think that's oh. low quality. Low quality crap. Yep, and I think people that's wonder, the issue. And people wonder why the Wii U died. <laughs> not really, but still. Da, 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 da. It's cool though that someone has already figured out how and why to fix it. Mm. Especially that it could be done with a tiny little thing. Tiny little thing for really cheap. If you can get your hands on one. Yeah. Very hard to get, kind of. At least currently still. Mm. Yeah. At least it can help recover a bunch of systems, so I do appreciate that. Maybe we're going to see bricked reuse go up in price on like eBay and places like that because people will be able to fix them again. Well, to an extent, given the whole what's it shutting well, down of the eShop. That, I think that makes it more valuable though because now it's like almost basically the green light to just hack it yourself. I, I guess then, I guess. Which I've done at this point what, like five years ago, four years ago, the method I used isn't even like around anymore, so I have to figure out how to get rid of that, I think, and rehack it again. I mainly did it because I needed something to play GameCube things on, and because it's a Wii U, which is just a faster Wii, which is just a faster GameCube, you could just get that functionality back with some software. Because at the time, I didn't have a good enough PC to do... GameCube emulation on my PC and stream at the same time. Uh, oh, did you hear Dolphin emulator is going to be coming to Steam? The, yeah, that was another thing I thought of if I wanted to make that a topic, but then I thought that's not actually that big of a deal. I mean, it's it's pretty good for a lot of laymen about this that would be interested in using it, but just can't manage like a lot of the more complicated stuff. Having it there and accessible on Steam will just like make it a lot more open and available to people. I don't think it was very complex before. I just downloaded a file. <laughs> At least, I don't know, for me. You know, it was streamlined the process for a lot of people and get them familiar with it, if nothing else. Sure. Especially if it has cloud saves, which I think it has, actually. Which is wild. That's the wild part for me. Yeah, that sounds like it. So, yeah. thank you very much, listeners, for sticking to us while our ramblings and me drowsing in and out, because I've been up for about 20-plus hours at this point. So, yeah. Do so, Silas, tell us where all the good folks can find you. At your mom's house. No, actually, Twitter, at my, Silas on Linux. Or my on... mother's dead, Silas. Well, no, at the listeners' mom's house. We have, I think, around 30 <laughs> listeners at this point. So I'm in many places at once. I have a lot of clones. Also oh, on no. YouTube. Silas on Linux on YouTube. That'd be fantastic. One of them will want to replace the original at some point. <laughs> yeah, like AI-powered clones. That's what they are. That's, oh, that's what I get for saying I think ChatGPT is cool. I'll get replaced by it myself <laughs> what else is that you'll get you can get the link tree for the show subscribe yep. to no that's not what they say anymore follow the podcast on 
Apple Podcasts or Fountain. I like Fountain. Very good app. Send us an email at uploadingpod at yeah. gmail.com and the, the show on Twitter as well at uploadingpod. And you can find me on Sod Passion Projects on YouTube and Sod Passion Gaming on YouTube and Twitch and what was it, Trovo because of Silas and my link tree to find all kinds of other things. And again, I'll just shout out again, the 6th of April, Thursday, I shall be doing a community live stream where you can all play with me in King of the Castle. I'll be the king. You'll be in various noble factions trying to overthrow me. Hope to see you there. This should be coming out on the same day if everything works out. And if not, I just join the Discord and pester me to do another one. I, I will eventually at some point. <laughs> Anywho. And find all both of our link trees inside of the uploaded yeah. link tree. I've put no. that into the uploaded link tree and then only put one link tree link there because that's actually that's very limited space on podcast apps and the show notes, which I didn't know before. Well, but I've updated that, so if you're confused, well, that's why. It's time to say ta-ta, Zane. Until we meet again, bye-bye, my pretties. See you around. Don't forget to rate the show five stars and review it, please. Yes, give it all the positive accolades. All of them. Press five stars on YouTube.com. Oh, wait, they removed that in like 2008 or something. Yeah, lo- I, I've been hearing a lot of reference that lately. I don't know why. Weird. Interesting. I haven't. <laughs> I only know that from podcasting because apps have that still. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.